Welcome back. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hey. How you doing? Hey, it's good. We, uh, you know, not much to update on. Um, every day is the same over and over again until we die. So It is a looped reality. It is a Groundhog Day hell scenario. Uh, the simulation has reached its conclusion, and we're just waiting at just waiting. the checkpoint for the next part of it to, to come just, and load so we can keep playing. But it doesn't seem, like, doesn't seem like it's coming. seems like the developers maybe... Forgot maybe about us. Fell asleep or died. <laughs> so, they've, welcome they've to the Matrix. The wheel, at the wheel. I, um, I did start watching a new show last night. There's like that um, show on Hulu about the last man alive on Earth. It's based on a comic Last book. man on Earth? No. No. What? The Will it's, Forte show? No, no, no. Not the Will Forte no, show. there's another one. Okay. That's not called The Last Man on Earth because that's the Will Forte show. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is like a, a comic, uh, like a, a walking, a little walking dead, a graphic novel, if you will, ah, uh, that yes, was then yes. created into a gritty TV show. Uh, I truly forgot why I started talking about it, so that's all I'll say. <laughs> Well, that's you know what you don't need a reason. I will we're, say we're it does start off rough with a CGI monkey, uh, a capuchin, um, mm. and that is not a way I would like any show to begin because there's just no way to make a CGI monkey look good. But if I could play devil's advocate real quick, for fuck's sake, this is such a Gemini thing. Do it. <laughs> just do it. I just feel like. Real monkeys on camera are starting to like they've somehow become gimmicky. Like no one likes seeing a real monkey either. What? So somebody sees a CGI monkey and they're like, "That's the nitty gritty. That's the I, good stuff." I'm not saying it's CGI monkeys better. I'm saying yeah, both. So you see a real monkey, you're like, "This again? I didn't like it when it was on Friends, and I won't like it now." Ooh. And if you see a CGI monkey, you're like. This fucking shit, like, we're over-relying on CGI again. Like, yeah. why aren't we using real practical effects? So I feel like, for some reason, with monkeys specifically, <laughs> on film, it is a double-edged I've thing. never realized it was with monkeys specifically, but thank you for opening my eyes. I will say that it is, um, you know, I'm not one to, to like to rail against technology very often, because I think that it's dumb to do that. I find mm -hmm. myself doing it a lot. But like it, it is genuinely upsetting that like they don't film movies in places anymore. Like they just film them in big green rooms. Like, you know, like they don't yes. ever film anything outside anymore. Yeah, it is definitely like I, I, I love a practical effect. I love a yeah. practical set. I love an on yeah. location thingy magic. Yeah, there's definitely some instances where the technology has gotten good enough that like. It certainly makes sense because if you you know if you're Game of Thronesing it, you probably can't create a whole barren wasteland uh, practically. They did Sometimes it. They've done it. They've done it. In the past. They have done it, and it's possible. And I really feel like for some reason I cannot commit to one or the other. Like <laughs> I'm seeing both sides a lot. Oh, like here. there's twins. Like there's two twins that see there's two a, different sides. Bad twin inside. Like me. there's a like it's like a uh, like a Gemini thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like uh, a duality of man yeah. living in me. It's two wolves inside of you. They're both named Tallinn. <laughs> They're both named Tallinn. One's hungry. And one's and hungrier. <laughs> one's hungrier because they're stoned. And <laughs> which which wolf do I feed? Both of them. Both of them. 
I'm hungry. Cause you, and we gonna eat. Yeah, we don't get to pick. We don't always get to pick which hole it goes down. You know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Anyways, uh, we're not a movie podcast. Um, how's movie podcast. How's your week going? How's it How's it going? I already talked about how nothing in my life has changed. So. Yeah. Well, mine's uh, mine's going good. Uh, I did some. I've done a lot. I've, I'm soft wrapped. <gasps> dearest Ava. Oh my God! Wrapped like a little fleece bunny rabbit because it's soft. Little, little oh, uh, yeah, soft wrap meeting. I'll definitely need to film some more stuff. But mm-hmm. we've reached the end of the uh, the the main the original <gasps> film schedule. Wow. Other than the pick updates. How do you feel? Things What's like the past. emotion? Give me three emotions you're feeling. Uh, excited. And gen- I think curious is one. I think a lot of that curiosity comes from. Uh, playing a part that is somewhat removed from a lot of the other cast, so I'm like odd man wait. out. A little bit, yeah. Like Lone get, wolf, I, if you will. I, yeah, I get to make a movie. I get to have my cake and eat it too, and then I get to make a thing and also enjoy watching it with like fresh eyes because mm. I won't have seen so much of it. I do love um, fresh eyes. I do love fresh eyes. And the third emotion I am feeling is horny. I was gonna say for the hairy. movie. <laughs> Right, uh, two hairy ends of the spectrum. Because, Those yeah, are the names yeah. of the two wolves inside of you, Horny and Harry. Horny and Harry, yeah. Uh, if you can guess which one it's stoned. Harry. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's fun. I was realizing, you know what? I was realizing in the last filming day I did that a lot of this project, Dear Stava, it's a lot like the misconnection section. It's a lot yeah. of... I mean, for my character, it's a lot of communicating via letters that might as well, you know, back in the day, letters used to take so long to get from one person to the other. It might as well have just been a misconnection. A misconnection. Because, you know, I have very limited contact with the other end of it, and I don't know that they're going to see anything within, could be a week. <gasps> uh, you know? Wow. This is, ju- it's just like, I hope that you you took the director aside and you said, hey, I have some inspiration hey. for my character that you might not. You know, yep. might not have yep. seen, but I know where it's ha- going. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really feel like uh, using my expertise in the subject, this, this George fellow, if he were trying to do a court a young lady, he might say something in a letter that'd be like, uh, oh. "Hey, yep. uh, I saw you in the in the garden, mm-hmm. and I was just wondering." What that mouth do? Like, you know, <laughs> something like that would be. Yeah, yeah. Would be like the right tone to take for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we did a couple of extra takes to satisfy my needs there. And, oh. Uh, whether or not they make the the final cut, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? You're going to. If you see my character starting to talk about like big dick energy or. <laughs> dead ass. Or... Dead ass or, you know. Uh, a good uh, milfy constitution or mm. <laughs> any of the terminology you might find in our podcast, uh, then you'll know that my improv made it in. So we'll see. I've been waiting for the milfy constitution to make it into the podcast. So I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, um, you get boy, the centennial's coming around. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> get ready. All you fans of milfy constitutions out there. Uh, <laughs> we, Got some fun plans for we you. We got some milfin to do. Um, we got some to do. Yeah, should we speed a milfin to do? Should we start the podcast? Yeah, because I really do want to make sure I get a head start on my milfin before I get to bed. So we should start the podcast. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You caught my eye in the grocery line.
Podcast for listener, also seeking doctor to check on our cousin's oversized testicles. It's time for another Craig's Essential Crisis, the show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the B. Oh, okay, oh. but here's how the show <laughs> works, if you don't know what a misconnection is. Sarah, uh, what's a misconnection? Yeah. For, for our less less initiated. <laughs> Yeah, say it nicely. Um, the misconnection section is a section of a website called Craigslist. It's free to post on. God made it free. Thank God. Uh, and you basically go in there. It's like a message board in a coffee shop where you can leave a little note for somebody that you saw in passing, didn't make a move on them at the time, and you regret it. So now you're making your move on the internet to a bunch of strangers in the hopes that they'll email you and be the one. Um, the one. And it happens all the time. It happens folks. all the time. This is Matches the start of made. so many love stories. If you did a quick poll around us, all the married people you know, I think you'd find 90% of them met in the misconnection section. Met in the misconnection section. Met in the misconnection section. section. Uh, something we also do is uh, read these cold. So Tallinn mm. finds his favorites of the week or the past two weeks. I find my favorite of the past two weeks. We send them to each other, having never seen them before, and read them live. So... Without further ado, I'll go ahead and read one that Tallinn sent to me. He was so kind. So Please sweet. Do. So gentle. Oh, you're welcome. It's a service I provide. <laughs> you said hi to Terry at the bus stop. It's Terry. You said hi to me. By name and everything. Smile emoji. I'm so nearsighted. You had a beard. Assuming you're a dude? This happens kind of a lot. Am I being heckled? Or do I have friends... I don't know about. Boy, Terry's got. <laughs> I would be. Terry seems very nonchalant about this, and mm-hmm. I would be terrified. Terrified. Go on. I wish I didn't have to. Um, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to live a moment longer after hearing that. Um, <laughs> I would be so scared if people came up to me and seemingly knew my name. Because this isn't the first time this has happened. Like, once is fun. Once is like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm nearsighted. That's not fun. Sorry, I didn't mean to make, you know, light <laughs> of somebody's disability. But, you know, once is fine. Once is like, oh, uh, that must have been a friend. But this happens a lot. Yeah. Um, and saying this out loud, I'm thinking to myself, uh, Terry, do you wear a name tag to and from work? Could this be the issue? I mean... It's still not the issue. If Yeah, they could be wearing a name tag, but they're still so nearsighted, they'd have no way of knowing if the person calling out their name knew them or not. Yeah, but, uh, but it, would me, it would be less scary than just a group of strangers it would be somehow less scary, knowing your name. <laughs> but I think we're trying to manufacture a situation that is less scary. 
<laughs> when in fact, neutrality. I don't think this person's wearing name tag. I think these people know them by name. And they're and just, they're just so she is just passing them by. They have so many friends. They, I don't yeah, run so into that friends. many people I know on a daily basis. You know, I've definitely hung around people who just seem to know everybody. Like, yeah, that's true. Maybe Terry is one of those. That is one of those that people. is very true. I did have a friend in college who yeah. every time we went anywhere, people knew him. It was almost ridiculous. Yeah, I'd go. I had a friend who I also uh, kind of a roommate at, at one point. So I was around him a lot. But I'd like at any time we were out in the street, they would get at least recognized by three people. No God. less. Always. At least. It's like being a celebrity without any of the perks. Only right. the bad parts. Yeah, and for me, it was like, you're, you're walking around with a celebrity that's also your mom, and it has to take <laughs> an extended 15-minute time period uh, to say goodbye to anybody they mm. suddenly strike up a conversation with, and you just want to get home to play Mario Kart. Yeah, I will say that that is a real thing that sticks with you, I feel like. I still have stress dreams about, not stress dreams about it. I just think about how stressful it was to be a child and have no autonomy about like where you were at any given time. And just oh like, God. if your mom decided she wanted to spend three hours in Target, like you had to spend three hours in Target. Right. And like pre-texting, <laughs> you know, when moms yeah. would see each other, that just, that would be the time for, you know, that. That's it. That is the date. That is it's where it. the download of information comes. That's the gossip. That is <gasps> That's the all hot of it. Goss. Is right there. Now um, we just blow our load every time we have hot goss. We don't build it up. There's no uh no uh delayed gratification. Thank you. Uh, I don't know who I'm thanking. You didn't help at all. Uh, I did that all on my own. But thank God. <laughs> thank God. Um <laughs> But yeah, there's, I just, anytime I have goss, it's like I, I send it out to my networks. You know what I'm saying? I feel, sometimes it feels like the, uh, did you have like a parent tree at your school? Like if there was like something happening, like a phone tree? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I feel like a one woman phone tree. <laughs> <laughs> your sole responsibility is to make sure everyone's informed on the recent goss. On the goss. hottest of gosses. Uh, you can't get that goss below Luke. Luke hot even. Luke who is he? Cool Luke, hand don't know Luke. Him. So in regards to uh this misconnection here, yeah, like I it feels like Terry, you gotta you gotta get some glasses. Yeah. You probably gotta <laughs> try and listen, do you need help with her with getting that prescription? Do you need Yeah? Feels like I just couldn't live in a world where I just couldn't see people trying to talk to me like right in front of me like <laughs> like ever i i used to be afraid and i still am afraid that i'm a little bit face blind but i don't think i am i think i just have the worst memory of all t all human time all human time cuz i just i don't recognize anyone ever until they're literally in front of my face <laughs> i and so i sympathize with terry it's a scary world when people seem to know you and you don't know them <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, who among us hasn't had that moment? Whomst. Yeah. But whomst? Whom, whom among us? Who? Among us. Sus. That's for the tweens out there. All the tweens listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't like being in a world where, where people recognize me and I don't recognize them at all. But, you know, at least I can, I can see them and I can recognize whether or not I might recognize them. Maybe. Sometimes you know people, but you don't know how you know them. 
That's that's yeah. what I encounter plenty, uh, all the time. Yeah. Someone will start talking to me and say hi to me, and I'm like, "Is this a work person? <laughs> did I meet you? Did you come to a show? Like, did uh, God? Do I know you from school?" Just say something like, really, say something really secretive to them, and then see if they look super shocked or not, and then you'll be able to gauge yeah. how close you are as people. So, uh, still, I've been training to take on more hit jobs. I don't look impressed, so you, that's how you know that I know you very well. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a foolproof plan. Terry, feel free to use that. That is yours. Our gift that's to give, thing. your gift, gift to use. Uh, but, you know, get some glasses or at least maybe carry, like, I don't know, a magnifying glass? Yeah. So, like, if someone approaches you, you hear your name called, you just pull it out of your pocket and be like, Oh! Hello, one sec. I just there's a bug I'm I'm trying to track and and you just put the magnifying glass like kind of closer to their face so you can get kind of over that nearsightedness, get a magnifying image of their face in view. They don't suspect anything because they think you're tracking a uh, a bug. It would be helpful if you wore like a like a safari vest and like a <laughs> you know one of those one of those yeah. hats that goes yeah with, with the with the flaps yeah yeah with the flaps yeah just uh yeah it's just to really sell it because um, they won't question it if you look. Like, you know what you're doing. And they'll just be like, oh, I want to say like, hi to my friend Terry, but... Oh, Animal Crossing. It seems like, yeah, they're busy. They're busy at the moment. Isn't that an Animal Crossing thing? Don't they do that in that game? Uh, you, you can catch bugs. That's true. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a gamer girl. I know about it. All right, I've got <laughs> one for you, Tallinn. Here you go. Thank you so much. And thank you uh, again to Terry just for sharing a part of yourself. Putting yourself in misconnections is never easy to do, and we like to salute everybody who does. Uh, Unless you're home. a pervert. Unless you're perfect. But if you're at home, take a shot for every misconnection we read. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't okay. do that. There, I had to kill the joke. Don't Bye. do that. <laughs> Should have exchanged in for. You picked me up on Crow Canyon. Gave me a ride. And you four short of a 12th pack. It was great getting to know you. But we did not exchange information. Not sure you will see this. But I want to do it all over again. Subtle dig there. Mm. Mm. Four short of a 12-pack, were you? Four <laughs> short of a 12-pack. In this case, meaning to you, what? Because <laughs> I know what that might mean to me without oh, other context. Wait, but I was imagining abs? Are we just trying to say that they have a, a six-pack? Because that math doesn't check out. Eight. That's an eight-pack. Is that a thing you can have on your body? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, does it look like I know, Talon? I have no fucking idea how many packs I, one is allowed to have on their <sighs> abdominal muscles. For years, I've heard <laughs> of six packs, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And now you're telling me eight? And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, maybe. <laughs> is that possible? If you're long enough, I guess. Yeah. You need more, just, you mean, you know. You long torsos muscles. unite is all I got to say. Long torsos, I'll never understand. I'm You'll never only get short it. enough for a four pack. I wish I was shaped like Mike Wazowski. Like me. <laughs> it's optimal, it's prime, it's prime. It's Optimus Prime. It's Optimus Prime. Sexy. Uh, yeah, we can't all be shaped like the great Mike Wazowski, such as me. Uh, mm -hmm. But four short of a 12 pack, like to me that sounds like a diss, but. Yeah, no, it also, definitely feels like that. Or are you calling them stu stupid? I mean, I mean, damn, what it sounds like to me, but they're also saying, I want to do it all over again. So maybe they're into that. 
Maybe they got some Maybe. sort of like a bimbo thing. A himbo know? bimbo. A himbo bimbo situation. situation. A himbo bimbo thembo. Do they call them thembos? Because they should. I think they do, actually. Uh, well, there you fucking go. Uh, or are they drunk driving, which we don't advocate for? Oh, shit. Like, you picked me up, and you, you were already four beers into, into your 12-pack that was just for you and the road. That's not good. Don't do that, guys. Um, but maybe they were into the thrill of it, because they did say it. Want to do it all over again. It. Into the thrill of it. Would you pay less for a lift ride if uh, the driver was allowed to drink? Like, you're going to get a what? super discounted ride on Lyft. But no. the driver is allowed one I beer. Would, no. Hold on. Per half hour. No, I would not. That's just that's just paying somebody to drink drive. No. What but am I, like British? Real cheap. Drive? Like it's like a four dollar no. ride. No. I yeah. am a good at being my own designated driver if I need to be. That's so. good. That's good for you. I went to a bar yesterday. Um mm. And my stomach's been really messed up, and so I just kept ordering Coca Colas. <laughs> and the bartender, I was just very confused about why I, an adult woman, kept ordering Coca Colas at the bar. <laughs> it was, and at one point, my friend I was with, I was like, "Oh, can I get you a refill on your drink?" And she was like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "What do you want?" And she's like, "Actually, kind of want a Coca Cola." And so I had to order. I had to look the man at the bar in the face and say. Two Coca Colas, please. And then I <laughs> had to double fist my Coca Colas as I walked out yeah. the door. It was a real adult moment for me. So I just maybe I thought you were a teenager trying to like work up the courage to like yeah ask for a beer. Be like, ooh, could I get a Coca Cola with a little rum in it? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, to start, I'm gonna just have uh, your finest Coca Cola, and I'm gonna work my way up to alcohol. Hey. I just some. I'm thirsty for a Coke right now. You know how it is, man. Am I you right? get it. Like, what, do I, what do I call you? What's your name? What's your, <laughs> I could have, I, yeah, I don't know what he thought my deal was, but he shouldn't have been judging my deal because lots of sober people go to bars. Lots uh, it's of just, sober people. That's the, that's the thing is that there's nowhere else that's really great to like socialize that's not alcohol centric, you know? It's really frustrating. Hmm. Like in periods of my life when I've been sober, um, it's been really like I don't mind going to bars and not drinking, but it's been like a real eye opener being like our our society is so weird. True. In that we don't have any like community spaces together that aren't like centered around alcohol. I think that's true. I think mo a lot of the beer I have had in my life, uh, even though I grew to like it and like certain things, I think there's definitely more times where I'd rather not have a beer, but it's like, eh, it's the place we're at. Yeah. It might as well. You know, everyone else is having a beer, I'll have a beer. Like, yeah. it does become kind of like you do what other people are doing. Um, and I agree, you know? Yeah. I think bars should be trying just as hard on virgin drinks. Yeah. Um, I like a cool cocktail, but, like, if you got a good milkshake, I'm also so down. There was, I, I went to the buy and buy today, and they had mocktails for, like, $3. And I was like, Boom. that's brilliant. That's great. Yeah. And I love that. Um, I love it too. Yeah, I'm a cool lady. I've gone to bars several days in a row this week. Uh, wow. Tell it to my pocketbook. Okay, I've got another <laughs> one from you. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Um, yeah. Writers. Thief, return my USB drive today. I felt if I had stolen this person's, I would have returned it because I felt the power in that that message. 
I got scared. Honestly, it kind of lures me <laughs> to a false sense of security because the, the title seems... Fun. You know, seems put, they got a lot of potential for fun, for yeah. something light. Uh, and then the be, the body immediately accuses the reader <laughs> it of did, being a thief. It did grab me by the throat, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is how any good sales pitch should, should start. Yeah, thief. <laughs> Thief. Is that how, wait, that's how any good sales pitch should start? Thief. It really, I mean, just gets your attention. Like, I'm not going to, you're going to be like, sir, how would you like to, I'm already, you know, I'm tuned out. I'm tuned out, out yeah. But, but if, if a guy on the thief. street, like at a table, like I'm walking by, he goes, thief. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what did I do? How would you like to buy some cuckoo knives? <laughs> like, oh, uh, I don't okay. <laughs> I'd love some. That's. Uh, I mean, if it'll help you think I'm not a thief, I'll, I'll give you my money. <laughs> That so, is I get it. good to know that if I ever need to get you involved in like a multi-level marketing scheme, I can just have you come over and say, thief! Speaking of multi-level marketing theme uh, schemes, uh, today I was talking with some friends about um, like Tupperware parties and stuff. Did your mom ever ever go to any Tupperware parties or uh, um, did she go to no, a No, that's, that's a white thing. It is? Um, <laughs> is it really? Damn. Honestly, like, explain the concepts to me. Uh, yeah, it will. It, it honestly, it is like it feels like a multi-level marketing scheme. Um, it also might have been like a weird private school thing, which also, hmm. you know, maybe in all analogous with being a white people. Thing. You know, yeah, I feel like that Venn diagram <laughs> might be closer to a circle. Pretty, pretty close. Um, but basically, what happened is like one of the moms in the mom group would like have a like a sometimes it would be like a representative would come from the company like a tupper representative but mm-hmm. sometimes it would be like you like the mom would be like oh i'm gonna make a little money on the side and they'd have like catalogs of tupperware and then everyone would come over and they would like give you snacks and drinks and like show you the coolest tupperwares and have like samples and stuff okay the coolest tupperwares so that's a tupperware party they yeah. also had pampered chef parties which is the same thing but with kitchen gadgets Sure. Uh, and they also, what I just learned, my mom never got invited to these, but they had like um, knockoff uh, like designer parties where you could buy like <laughs> Fouch and like Frada. <laughs> Fucci. Yeah, and Fucci, uh, which I never got, my mom never got invited to those ones, uh, but I, I just learned today that those existed as well uh, yeah. in the Catholic school mom circuit. So, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, is there any sort of like, I feel like there's versions of that party that I'd be interested in. Like, I'm not so much interested in Tupperware, but if you were going to invite me to like yeah. a fake Ray-Ban party, I might be like. <laughs> oh, they have those all the time on Instagram. Do you not see every time somebody's <laughs> Instagram account? Oh, I see all the invites going out all the time on Twitter and Facebook. I just am waiting one? to get invited to one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, will, yeah. I will say I went to one for like a natural, like natural foods um, and somebody like held it at like their grandma's retirement home in the community center, and it was lit. There were like nine hundred types of dip. That's mainly what yeah. I remember from it. It was great. I was like eleven. It was great. It's like an all you can dip buffet. All you dip your little child crackers and everything. I don't like child crackers. I feel like I, I like was a phrase. child cracker once. <laughs> Colin, did you not like me? Oh yikes. Uh, you're always making things about race. I am. It's cuz I'm a racist. <laughs> uh do you think the person who wrote this okay, there is a person themselves a writer? Did another writer uh, maybe steal a, a, a flash oh. drive from a USB or sorry, from a writer uh 
This is where they've been saving all their good writing ideas. That's a fascinating subject, or a fascinating thought. If it was like rival writers and one of them stole the other's USB, that's much more exciting. Yeah, I don't know why they put writers as the subject. That would, if I was a thief who'd stolen a USB and I just so happened to be on Missed Connections, uh, that is not the subject line. I think that would grab my interest, but I am not a thief, so. I mean, unless. They know something we don't know, so that's what I'm posing. But yeah, honestly, like, also, who steals a USB drive? Have you ever, like, I've definitely come across USB drives in the wild, even just sitting there, even just one sitting on the road. I've never thought to take one home no. and like put it in my computer. That's Virus Town. That's that seems like asking, a bad idea. That's like dipping your wick in in something dangerous. By wick, you mean penis? Yes. And by something dangerous, like you a, mean a stranger? Anything. Yes. Yeah, like a fire, a stranger, <laughs> a can of beans. There's a lot of, lot uh, of things that yeah. you shouldn't dick it in. Yeah. Sorry, I meant dip it in, but I said dick it in. You shouldn't dick it in. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's dangerous. You shouldn't stick USBs in things. Sorry, you got Don't really close that. to the screen. Did you want to say something private? <laughs> 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 I just, uh, I'm antsy, I guess. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, shoot. Well, I forgot what I was going to say. It's fine. (laughs) Well, I mean, it'll come to you. Regardless. Yeah. I just don't know that if I'm losing, if I lose a USB drive, if I I lose a (laughs) USB drive, I, I definitely think I lost a USB drive more than I think someone stole my USB drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this might be one of those people, you know, there are those people that will never admit fault. Mm. And every time something goes wrong, yeah, they're like, it's not like they lost something. They're like, somebody stole this thing. And it's like, no, I think you probably just like misplaced it. It's true. I often accuse people of stealing things from me only to find them later. (laughs) It's mainly just Mishka you accuse. Mishka? Mishka stole my hairbrush. I don't know. To be a fancy boy. But I can't. (laughs) Stand living with a thief. Oh, look, <laughs> I conveniently found my hairbrush in my backpack. Well, I'm he glad shouldn't have someone, placed it there. Someone returned it. Um, oh, still was... got a little bit of Mishka's hair in it. <laughs> Could be mine. It's it's black, but he's got a little bit of black. He's got like also. tiny, tiny black streaks. Some patches. Um, I was going to say there was a point in my life where USBs were like very integral to my life, and I had mm. everyone had to have one. Yeah. And I am very glad that, that phase of life is over and that we've moved beyond the need for USBs. It seems short. It seemed it like a very short period of time. Like floppy disk lasted longer. Yeah. No, <laughs> I would uh, agree with that. And I, I think that, um, I think that maybe that's why Jewel works so well on a subconscious level, because uh, it looks like a little USB, and so your brain instantly goes, uh, "I need that." Because <laughs> we've always it taps into the child <laughs> that has always wanted to to put that USB drive in right their, in their mouth. mouth. Well, right in their mouth. I'm weird and I chew on things all the time, so I will guarantee you that I've chewed on a USB before, and it's not all it's built up to be. I would, yeah, you know, I could see that being true. Rude. All right, here's a here's a, another one for you. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Dragon meets wizard for first time. We were walking away from How Weird Fest. You were wearing a multicolored sheer garment. You said I could be the gnome you were looking for all your life. Perhaps because of my tall hat. You said, I will see you on Craigslist. I hope you remember. I do. I had a lot of thoughts about this one, but I want to get your impressions first. 
Uh, okay, first impressions. I don't know what how Weird Fest is, so that's. I'm also noticing it takes place on nearby Howard Street. Is that a coincidence? Is it like a pun? I don't think so. Because oh. the pin isn't exactly on Howard Street. It's just <laughs> nearby it. So that seems like a coincidence. <laughs> uh, dragon meets wizard. Multicolored sheer garment. Which one? Are they the dragon or are they the wizard? I can't tell. You oh. said I could be the gnome you're looking for. I guess that's the writer. They're the wizard. So they, the multicolored sheer garment, makes a dragon? How? A lot of questions. <laughs> um, and I don't know what the, the gnome that they were looking for all their life. That's got a lot of... Well, that feels that feels mean. I feel like if you were dressed as a wizard, you would be kind of... That would kind of take the wind out of your sails if somebody fucking called you a gnome. Yeah. I feel like that would hurt my feelings <laughs> if I was a wizard, somebody called me a gnome. That's got to feel like when you call, like, a real cop, like, a mall cop. Ooh, you're like, what kind of Paul Blart are you, M- yeah. Mr. Oinker? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, here's way. my, I mean, you already accused me of making it all about race mm-hmm. earlier, so now this is going to feel real poignant. I just I got really nervous know. when I read this one, because those are two classes of the KKK. <laughs> Dragons and whispers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like I, I got mean, really nervous, uh, but I do think it was innocent, but it is, I don't, you know, there was a moment where I was nervous. That's fair. You know, going, going back to episode one of this show, Please. I think... Wow. It, it was clear yeah. that possibly yeah. there are people on this site that maybe have ulterior motives. No. And maybe maybe do communicate in code no. to hide their ahem racism. <gasps> no. I think that that you're not wrong for seeing this, and we have witnessed it many a time. <laughs> Listener, go back and check. Go back. Go back and check. Listen to our whole archive. Honestly, listen to it all, and like, will you just tell me everything I've ever talked about? So yeah, I just honestly, don't repeat myself because I forget. I have no idea. That would be the dream: is to someone get rich enough that have an intern to listen to mm-hmm, every single mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. and like write oh every like just do sparks notes <laughs> of every episode. So <laughs> I have no idea what stories I've told. As a person, I feel like I have like five stories I tell. Yeah, you know, I have fantasized about this so much. I have fantasized about <laughs> having someone on staff for us who just. <laughs> catalogs our whole uh, our all of our episodes and just like every episode like catalog with like you know key phrases so i can just type in like if i think yep. i'm about to tell a story i've already told i just type <laughs> in the words into our catalog uh, uh bee sting ah yep uh, episode yep. 774 i did tell this story yeah good and i can just move on and i'm so sorry if you've ever heard a story <laughs> we've already heard, told you know i i apologize but this is i i feel like one of the plus sides of this podcast is it you know it feels like we're all friends, right? Yeah. You and I are friends. You and I and the mm-hmm. listener are friends. Me and the mm-hmm. listener are friends. I don't know how you and the listener are. I'm not going to get involved. But uh, we're, you know, we're more than acquaintances. I wouldn't ask to, like, hang out one-on-one yet. But that's mm-hmm. just, like, my own personal. Yeah. Boundaries. Like, boundaries and, and you know, Issues. especially with COVID and everything. Those have gotten, yeah. like, a little more intense. So it's, like, nothing on you, listener. It's just all on my end. And I'm working to break through those walls. So thank I'm you really for your proud patience. I'm proud of you. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Oh, thank you. Um, boy, brain just <laughs> empty for a moment there. Uh, point, is. <laughs> point is, that is really what it's like being friends with people, is yeah. you hear their stories you about 400 story, times. Yeah. So I'll just say it's part of the ambiance. Uh, if I've part ever told a story twice, I'm not going to apologize because it's just part of the ambiance of being friends with me. Okay, I've got another misconnection from you. 
Give it. Looking for Dorian. Griffin. Or Shepard. I'm looking for a man named Dorian. The Griffin last name was that of his mother's husband. And Dorian may not be using it. We went to school together in Katati, California in 1991 with his younger brother, Shepard. They have a much younger sister. I think her name is Ricky. He was gifted artistically and could draw anything. I think his mother's name is Gina. I could truly draw a family tree based on this. There's a density of information. Yeah, I think the one that really got me going was the Griffin last name was that of his mother's husband. If that and, wasn't and a the snarled, continues. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a snarled tangle of a sentence. That's it, right there. It's very convoluted. This whole thing is a mystery. That if you can crack this code, you get the gift to eternal life. It's, it's a little bit the portrait of Dorian Gray, but um, yeah. But not inspired for any reason. Just not inspired for any reason. No, but no, no. they seem to be. They're looking for a man named Dorian. I mean, I mean, connection you here. Heard it. You heard it. You think. They're looking for the secret to eternal youth in Seattle, okay. if you were wondering. That's where. That's where it is, near the Argosy Cruises, <laughs> which for some reason is marked on this Google map. I'm confused. Anyways. Um, well, if you got to know where the cruises are, you got to make <laughs> sure on the map know. that you put them in the water. Otherwise, people are going to be real confused. They're going to be looking all over land and be like, where are the boats? <laughs> where are the cruises at? Um, yeah, interesting. Lots of, yeah, lots of family here i love <laughs> just like dropping it at the end too like he was gifted artistically and could draw anything <laughs> like that's incredible if true it, i'm sure there's no hyperbole here i am sure that is a hundred percent true and it also makes me think like this person desperately needs something drawn for them i well i'm wondering like you know if they could if they were incredibly gifted artistically if they could draw anything then could you be like, could you draw draw the way I die? You know, like, is oh this like God. a <laughs> they can, like they can draw things you haven't even been seen yet. Yes, yeah, you could ask or them like, to draw. What is, I don't know why this is the first person that popped in my head. What is Osama bin Laden doing right now? And then they would draw it, <laughs> but it would be nothing because. Um, draw dead, the, so. the face of the Prophet Muhammad. Oh, uh, no. They could do it, though. Trick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, like, they should do it. But they but they, could. they might be, uh, what's the word? All right. Anyways, um, omnipotent. I don't know. <laughs> what, I don't have any. They might be obligated to, but that's they might not be the obligated. Right word. To. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. But yeah, I mean, they could try. Like, yeah, you could ask them. Like, draw the last, the last frame of the the upcoming Dexter reboot. And you could, you know, it would just be anybody. a brother and sister making out again. Oh, oh, Dexter Burn. Dexter Burn. Dexter Burn. Dexter Burn. That is weird, though. And like, we don't really talk about it. We, didn't, we, didn't, it we don't talk though. about it as a society, but it's we don't really talk about it as a society. How we need to like process it as a society, but like those actors, they played like brother bad. and sister, really but then bad. they were dating, and then they weren't like dating, bad. and then there's a lot of awkwardness around filming that show because of the. But then they like got together in the show, like right. Well, you know, I don't remember. Did that happen? Yeah, no, it did. Did that happen? Yes, that's how it ended. God. Wait, I don't know if that's how it ended. No, it I'm... is. Tolan. Why ended? don't you believe me? Yes. 
It texted. ended with him and his sister getting together. Okay, we're not going to look this up right now, but I, I guarantee you 100%. I'm pretty don't... sure I watched Dexter. And I just, no, that I, happened. It ends, I mean, it, that's not where he leaves off. Okay, I don't know if like that's like the final scene before the blackout of the and, show. And how did they get together? And and why would, why would they? They did. Okay, we're going to argue about this later. And everyone also listening is yelling at you and telling you that, that I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, I hope you're right. I really do. Because... I don't believe you i'm sending you another misconnection because i'm getting mad okay sorry yeah um for some reason this misconnection it's like hot to the to the touch so i can feel your anger here it goes but you already knew that didn't you you can look for it wherever you want but you'll never find what it was no matter how hard you try it will never be the same what do what do we think that it is here do we think it's love? Virginity. I don't know. Is this <gasps> a riddle? <laughs> the, yes. The, you know what? This is astonishingly like those abstinent pamphlets they gave us in Catholic school. <laughs> it will never be the same. No matter how hard you try, you can look for it however you want, but you'll never find what it was. Save yourself for Jesus. Save yourself for Jesus. But you already knew that, didn't you? This just seems like really pointed and also gives no context to help the person that's supposed to be reading it find it, you know? <gasps> Do you think this is the person who stole the USB drive? Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're so right. Tallin. Oh my god. Oh my god. It. You look for it wherever you want, but you'll never find what it was. No matter how hard you try, it'll never be the same. Writer, because he will never write it again exactly the same as he wrote it the first time. Oh shit! He stole this person's screenplay draft files response. and is inserting different words into it, and it'll never be the same. No, wow. Honestly, this has to be up there with like the top like six Craigslist conspiracies that we've cracked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if anyone's making a YouTube series about Craigslist conspiracies, we should definitely be, one, we should be credited for Unearthing Live. Uh, we would two, like to be credited with money and words. Yeah, and we'll even just take words. And three... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, this is, this is, this is one. This is one. So anyway, mystery solved. If you're looking for your flash drive person from, uh, you know, a couple of misconnections ago... You better hit up this person while you they can. they fucking got it, dude. But even though they claim no matter how hard you try and never be the same, I say you don't give up. If something matters to you, you chase after it. Sorry, a car just <laughs> drove by literally laying on their horn. Uh, so I had to turn off my mic, so that's why that awkward pause. <laughs> uh, for see. everybody listening, we live in a city. It's great. Okay. We live in a society. We live in a society. Okay, I got another one from you here. Yeah, take it away. Jill went to EVCC around 2014 film class. We had a couple of classes together. Film class, for sure. You lived in North Everett by the college with your mom and dad. Drove a white car. Worked at the buffet doing cotton candy. I found a note I wrote you yesterday in a notebook from class seven years ago. Just wanted to say hi. See how you were. I'm sorry, you can get a job at a buffet just doing the cotton candy? 
I didn't know they had cotton candy at buffets. <laughs> I guess in Everett, Washington, they do. Apparently, we need to scoot on over. I guess. You know, most of the buffets I've been to in Washington were like Chinese buffets. Mm-hmm, cotton mm-hmm. candy wasn't like a big part of that. Not so a it might player. be just like a like an old country buffet type thing. And maybe this is like a white food buffet thing mm-hmm, I, I don't mm-hmm. know about. Yes. Um, I didn't. I mean, as a white, I had no idea. I'm missing this piece of my culture. Yeah. Only now do I feel the gap in my heart where the cotton candy at the buffet would be. It does make sense to me that like white people like would be big on cotton candy. Whose culture is cotton candy? Where does uh, it come from? I, I feel have like it's no pretty idea. white. It's pretty Caucasian yeah. to me. Well, I feel like there are definitely some Asian cultures that do spun sugar candies. Sure, sure, but 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 like cotton candy, fair, like you know, peanuts and bags, funnel cakes, cotton candy. Are you candy? saying That's as American the as apple pie? That, yes, that's what I'm saying. The circus food. is white culture. <laughs> there we go. That's pretty true. I would I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> making cotton candy is also extremely fun. I will say that I did do it yeah. uh, at you? a football game once and had a blast. Really felt did like you, it was my calling. Were you doing it? Were you serving people or were you doing doing it just, just renegade for, just for you? <laughs> no, I was serving people. <laughs> cool. They let me serve people. They didn't keep wow. me in the back. Uh, yeah, it was fun. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, um, it was a good time. Just love how cash this is. They're expecting them to still live in the same area seven years later. What do you, yeah, what do you think this is? I mean, is there anyone you would like to reach out to you from a class you had seven years ago? Uh, what reason would that be? No, I for? mean, I feel like I pretty much stayed in contact with everyone I, I really would care about. You would um, think, right? Because I'm here scratching my head like, <laughs> why would I ever need the contact <laughs> someone <laughs> from school at you know yeah. seven years later what what would what would what would drive me to check in on someone unless i was madly in love with them mm, possibility or maybe i had like a suspicion that they like maybe like accidentally borrowed my flash drive and never gave it back or something mm, but like that's that's it the mystery deepens and i do have people from college who i know still have things of mine that i let them borrow Oh my god! But like, I will never reach out and ask for it. <laughs> like, I won't. <laughs> That'd be like asking for extra ketchup at the restaurant. You just can't. You can't do it. You yeah, can't be expected you to do cup. that. Can't do it. I mean, did I, I tell you like about the ketchup. time? Here's a story that maybe I've told before. I was at a restaurant and I asked for a cup of ranch, and the woman gave me the look of a look of horror, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. Ooh. And I was like, like to dip my fries in, and she like laughed really relievedly and then walked away and then i realized she thought i just wanted like a coffee mug full of ranch to drink like an animal <laughs> i wish and you I was, had never clarified she had been forced to bring it over like here's your yeah. cup of ranch like i just felt like that was a really normal thing to say and now even now when i order ranch i'll be like can i get a cup of ranch to like dip my fries in like i yes won't can I just get a- like I've been trail. scarred because I never want to be looked at like that again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was I think weird on their part too. <laughs> to us, to, to, to right? go there. Like, was it her first day? Was she an alien? I don't yeah, know. She's someone who's never asked for a side of a condiment ever. I guess. No. No. Uh, that's funny. I don't have anything to add. No. Cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I have got another misconnection for you then in that case. <laughs> good. Well, anyway, suffice it to say, um, good good luck. I hope you find Jill. Good luck. Yeah. And, you know, don't be don't be surprised if you don't. 
<laughs> Rhonda at Big Grocery Store. Still thinking of your unwashed ass and sweaty leggings. <laughs> Why did you read that like a comic book villain? What the fuck? I don't know. Is there, is there, was there, is that there a better way to read it? I feel like that's the way it had to be read. I, uh, wow. I won't lie. I had this one. I had this one to end on. I oh, know, no. Because I don't know what to say. Oh, um, but what can, is there to say? I, I, I mean, oof. we don't have to wax poetic about it. We can get through it quickly. I just wanted to say, how do, how do they know her ass is unwashed if it's inside pants? I think you would have to get close to an ass to determine that it is not washed. Yeah, and you know, we know this is happening at big grocery store. So to get in that level, there's there's two relationships that can be taking place, right? We could have an employee to. Uh, uh, shopper relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you have two employees mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or two shoppers I guess that's a third potential relationship two shoppers one of them they, they know each other colloquially colloquially uh, they shared first names they know it's Rhonda and maybe they were bending over to get the, the Brussels sprouts <laughs> when they were when Rhonda was by them and they just, just were trying to get a whiff that. of the sprouts and they got a whiff of something else and now they know and, and you know about that they were into ass. it yeah they just were, thinking about it yeah Obsessed with that unwashed ass and those sweaty leggings. And frankly, whichever of the three possible relationships it is, that's kind of the way it had to go down, right? It's you had to accidentally <laughs> get a whiff of someone's ass. Uh, I am so uncomfortable with the idea of a whiff of an ass. I don't like that at all. It's not a situation most of us have been in. I think most of us actively try to avoid it unless that is your thing. And we don't kink shame here on Craigslist. No, as long as it's consensual ass sniffing. That's the thing. If Rhonda's not into this... Then we got a problem. stay away from her unwashed ass. Then we must protect Rhonda's unwashed ass at all (laughs) costs. And frankly, we're all washing a little less nowadays. So the judgment, (laughs) if there is any, Um, was not coming from us. Speak for yourself. I got a bidet, so my ass is probably the most washed it's ever been in its life. Full here now. Does it wash it or does it just like power wash it? Okay, so you just said the same thing, but one time with power in front of it. Well, you know, is it a clean, like, is, like a, is there a soap application process, or is it no, just pressure? It's just pressure. You don't need to soap your butthole every day. <laughs> <laughs> you need to dry mean, it out. <laughs> sure. I, okay. Okay. Your butt is a, 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 a very delicate fauna, flora, flora of bacterias. It's like you're not supposed to put soap in your coochie, everybody. Don't do it. That's big douche trying to sell to you. All right, anyways, that's enough to. of hygiene, I suppose. Colin <laughs> hated that I said he shouldn't be soaping his butthole. Uh, I mean, listen, I like I wa- don't wash hate it. it. I like, I just know I just don't know. Uh, maybe this is another poll. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe people have different opinions. Do you soap your directly soap your butthole? What do is you this mean too intimate? by that? Is this too close for you? I'm not sorry. Doing, I just don't know. I don't know what you mean. Well, like, do you ply soap directly to your butthole? Or do I use, like, some or sort do of you middleman? Just, like a, do you, like a, or do like you just lymphoma? use water pressure to clean your butt area? Whole area. I think, I think and soap butthole. is a part of it. I think well, yeah, like, I think soap, soap runs... You know, where it's going to run. <laughs> Are you saying you just like apply the soap on the higher parts of the body and let no, it run no, 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 down? No, 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 I wash my legs with a loofah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, but the, but, but the butt. But the butthole. 
I just, just I hate that we're having this conversation. I feel like this is too <laughs> intimate. I I don't have I usually don't have any boundaries. Like I'm fine. But then we talk, started talking about this, and I was like, Wow, God, do I want people to know this about me? We found it. We're really stretching our buttholes. Um, so we're, listen, let's get into it. Like you're saying. Yeah. You you don't there's no sort of I don't like directly apply soap to my butthole is what I'm saying. And interesting. And I, you do. I do. And that is also interesting. <laughs> I just And I feel genuinely like, don't know if any if one of us is wrong here. I or. I don't know. I just I say I would say <laughs> that most things with my butthole I apply the coochie rule to. So like you're not supposed to put soap inside your labia sure like, that makes sense only water so i treat my butthole the same way because i, I think that they're you know both what? sensitive and tender areas yes and you know if i had been <laughs> instructed uh, honestly if somebody is skipping this right now i don't judge them at all i don't judge Just, them either but fine. also like what do you think you're getting into when you start this podcast we saved it for a minute like 50 something 55 you know, so you better be a real fan at this point so you, at this point like we're god at i the, hope when i run for president they don't play this sound bite i hope they do and <laughs> i don't I don't know if it's going to hurt you or help you. I genuinely don't know mm. if it will gain you voters or I think it not. really depends on if the majority of people are direct soap applicators or not. I I guess, hmm. I, yeah, you know, I'll, okay, whatever. You know, you've been plenty vulnerable. I thank you for that. <laughs> I I apply directly to, to the to the, to the, the bum the hole. The pucker. <laughs> right, uh, right in the whopper there. And... Uh, <laughs> To me, that is the only way I can achieve uh, purity. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a spiritual thing for you. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like water is not enough on its own. The water leaves some cleansing power to be desired for me. Okay, because like bidets have like some umph behind them. If you know, that's a thing. If I could really like, yeah, it's I, like I don't power have washing your butthole. That yeah. would be that. That seems swell. Uh, it is. That seems like something. You know, when I when I bring a bidet into my life, or when I there, I say try yours. <laughs> <gasps> have you not tried mine yet? I haven't, haven't been, been over to scared. give it a whirl. You haven't been too scared. I haven't been too scared. That, that's the reason I haven't been over in a while. Because uh, you've been too you, scared of my bidet. I know bidet. what I do. You're going to make me try your bidet. And I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it. All right. Uh, no, I'm, I'm willing to try. I just haven't yet. But <laughs> that that sounds like it'd be a, an improvement from, you know, my shower head, which I'm very tall. The shower head's very yeah, high. Yeah. My bum is very low. I can't move Lots it. Lots of angles. There has the to be The water like, loses involved. power yeah. by the time it reaches the, the brown spot. So... I'm glad we had this conversation. Me too. Honestly, I feel like if anything has brought us closer together, I hope it's brought us closer together with our listeners. Our listener friends. Uh, Which, yeah, you know, I guess now they're just going to, we're going (laughs) to, we'll use my, my final misconnection can go there as a treat for them because they've earned it. Yeah. And listen, did I originally choose it to end on? No. Will Will it still work? Will you be the judge, listener? Uh, speaking of things by which our listeners are the judge, I did remember this. And yeah. I did want to say, uh, we promised a poll last time we did an episode. Yeah. And we have the results of said poll. This um, is so exciting. I don't have Instagram anymore, so I couldn't vote. Um, well, we can ask you for your vote, I suppose. Okay. 
uh, if you'd like to know. I so will. listen, we got into the concept of spanking last episode, and the question <laughs> that came up was, do people, do adults who were as children spanked enjoy spanking more or less now? And also vice versa, if you were an adult who didn't get spanked as a child, are you someone who enjoys spanking now or, or not? Yeah. I have some numbers for you. Please. So, for people who voted in our poll on our Instagram, which we'll tell you how to find later, if you are unaware, if you were spanked as a child, do you enjoy being spanked now? 58% of voters said no. Oh, they interesting. They were spanked as children, and they do not enjoy being spanked now. Still, 42% of people who were spanked as children do enjoy <laughs> being spanked at the moment. That's, a, that's not that's, that's okay, a minority, so that's, but not a, not a small minority. Yeah, and that's fascinating data on its own. And then we have the second set of data, correct? The second set of data, uh, uh, yes, which I think is even maybe more revealing. But if these are people who were not spanked as children, did not receive uh, spanking punishment. Do they enjoy being spanked now? 67% of people who voted who were not spanked as children enjoy being spanked now. I think that proves my thesis. I think it does. 33% said no, they do not enjoy being spanked now. And they were not spanked as children. But 67 is pretty whopping. I think this proves what you were going for, which yeah. is that people who were Weren't not spanked as children. spanked as children. Enjoy being spanked yes. as adults. As adults. <laughs> and it seems to reason, yes, that also mostly people who were spanked as children, such as myself, do not necessarily enjoy being spanked uh, as, as an adult. adult. That is, we're doing science here, people. We're doing actual science. This is science. important. We should get a grant from we, absolutely, NSF. We're going to use this specific episode to apply for grants um, from the Nobel Peace Core from the from them, I guess. Yep, that's what it's called. It's from a, it is. Uh, I still think it's very interesting though that there are like you know thirty three percent of people who did who weren't spanked as kids don't enjoy it now. People just there's a thirty three percent people just do not want to be spanked. Don't regardless. Be spanked. Don't Never not spanks. into it. Never spanked. spanked. I called uh, uh, obviously, we will not reveal the identities of anyone who voted in the. And polls. here are the names of the people who enjoy <laughs> being spanked. <laughs> Alphabetically. <laughs> Could you imagine? And their Instagram handles. And their Instagram um, handles, so you can at them. That's incredible. But thank oh. you to everyone who voted in that, though. I appreciate it, because that, uh, you know, it's vulnerable. You knew it we was could vulnerable. see who answered what, and you trusted us with that information. I love that. Thank you for participating. We also got a funny <laughs> story. I did share that. Now I don't know if you've seen, and I want to I want Please. to read it. Yeah. Um, someone, I will not reveal their identity. I will reveal it to you after the show. Okay. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> But uh, they replied to one of these polls. They said, uh, it made me feel like what I did was actually really bad. Coming from a Scorpio, that's the greatest form of flattery. That was one <laughs> message. And then they said, oh my God, just realized I read that as, did you enjoy being spanked as a child? <laughs> well, now you both know. <laughs> Which is, I feel like I kn I know a couple Scorpios, and I feel like I know a Scorpio who would say something like that. So I got <laughs> suspicions. Well, um, we'll have to confform in the post, in post show. Yeah. But anyway, incredible. Thank you for that little insight into your psyche. 
I loved it. Thank you so much for just making, I think, all the whole show worth it, really. I think it was all just yeah. building to that moment for me. Yeah, I would agree with that. I um, would agree. Speaking of thank yous, we'll do our quick rigmarole here. Uh, thank you, listener, <laughs> yeah. for listening. Uh, we come out with these episodes once every other week. Uh, you can subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. Uh, something that does us great amount of good is when you rate our podcast on the Apple Podcast app. It really helps us out. So please do that. Um, if you re- leave a five-star rating, uh, Tom will read whatever's in it. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, he'll read it. Um, and that really helps us out telling your friends about us also really helps us out uh, a little guerrilla marketing you know uh, yeah of CGI uh, doesn't help me out chimps doesn't doesn't help me out to have to read anything you might say i could lose jobs i could lose yeah this is really um, for you sponsorships yeah this is for you you have a chance to really play a hand in my fate as an <laughs> entertainer so whatever you want me to say i'll say it if it is accompanied by a five-star review if it's four stars we'll appreciate that and we'll we'll take the criticism I'm not going to fucking read it. (laughs) Well, that's Talon's prerogative, I suppose. (laughs) Um, And if you want to participate in polls, such as the one that we just did, please follow us on Instagram at Existential Crisis. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter at Existential Crisis or on Facebook at Existential Crisis. Uh, If you want to send us an email with screenshots of fun misconnections you've seen in your area, or if you have a misconnection story you'd like to tell us, you can send those to us at craigcrypod at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-C-R-A iPod at gmail.com we'd love to read those on air we always love to hear from our listeners mm-hmm. um, and we'd like to thank Rosie Sherman for making our theme song uh, just great music stuff and she also does really great drawings and funny drawings and beautiful drawings you can find her at hey Shermy on Instagram uh, I think okay. that's about all I've got to plug do you got anything Talon? Uh, nothing too new. Uh, I will go ahead and put out uh, another plug for Dearest Ava, the web series that uh, I'll be I'll be in with some really amazing people being made by an amazing crew, amazing you. director. It's full of black and brown joy and magic, and I, I'm really looking forward to just it coming out. I'm just as excited to watch it as anyone else should be. I don't know. It's been fun. It's been fun. So you should be. You should be. You can uh, still get updates on that project at the Seed and Spark page. There'll be a link in the show notes for that. Uh, also, follow Cryptic Films on Instagram. That's Cryptic with a K. Films. And get updates, uh, especially in regards to when you can actually see the show. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for it. It looks beautiful from what I've seen by following the Instagram and stuff. It's... Um, thrilling to be a part of everyone in it is like acting their ass off and i have been trusted with a part that is i don't know i don't don't know how i got it but i I feel very lucky pure talent (laughs) and good looks that too mostly that uh anyway we've got one more misconnection for you uh sarah i'll let you take it away when you are ready woman i framed b art for i framed your b art at jansen beach My first initial is T. Yours are T.S. It was inappropriate to say anything at work, but you are very interesting, and I'd like to hang out with you. I mean, mostly I feel like that just deserve a pat on the back for, like, you know, being an employee and uh, showing some restraint. Anyway, I'm Tom Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Essential Crisis. We'll see you in two weeks, y'all. Bye!
fine. Or B. Uh, Do you think it was B movie art also was my other thought? Yeah, it's definitely B movie like fan art. It's He's definitely like, like flying a woman into a and coochie. Bee, yeah, like yeah. having intercourse. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page. Yeah, we're on we're on the same page. Good, He's good, washing good. her butthole directly with soap. Yeah, this is why we're co-hosts. <laughs> 